It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Christian balls are large. Um, Christian, Christian balls, balls are large. Hey, that's right. Christian, Christian balls are large. What Everybody now, Christian balls are large. That's right. My balls are large. My balls are really large. I actually have to go to the doctor because my balls are abnormally large. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You want to say it this time, Alejandro? Welcome. 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 Wow. You are, by definition, unpredictable. Yeah, I'm trying to be like a Daniel Day-Lewis sort of thing. Wow, method act and only choose scripts that really move you. No, no, no. Uh, an asshole. Oh, well, you got that going for you, buddy. Thanks. Ever since the very beginning, the very day that I met you, you got that going for you, man. The doctor turned to my mother and said, Miss... Congratulations, you had a boy. You got a certified asshole, miss. And then smacked you right on the baby ass. was like, be free. I and smacked then, the doctor and he's like, ooh, he's fresh. Oh, shit, he's fresh. I'm not even going to cut this umbilical cord. And you tried getting away. And you were like, cut this shit. Cut this shit, motherfucker. Motherfucker. You were the pew, first pew, pew, baby pew. in history I heard to ever call a doctor a motherfucker. Which is weird because his name is Dr. Murafuka. He was oh, uh, Korean. Wow, Murafuka. Yeah. I believe that completely. Korean doctors... Thank Murafuka you. Kim. Murafuka Kim. <laughs> the most common Korean last name yeah. that exists. I believe it, dude. Do you remember John Kim? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's weird calling him John. I don't think I've ever in my life called him John. I've always called him John Kim as if that was his whole name. I used to know a guy in Orange County. His name was Andy Kim. Andy Kim. Did We're you- going to need to cut that part out. <laughs> Why? Because I don't know if I said his name right. Anyways. <laughs> if he's listening. Um, so, what... Wouldn't it be nice if we were older? Uh, then we wouldn't have to wait so, so long. So long. That would be nice. Uh, and that's a very vague line from a great song. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you nonetheless. Um, but on top of that, wouldn't it be nice if we could review this great Nicolas Cage film? I'm really curious uh, to know why we haven't done any Nicolas Cage films yet. You would think it would be our first film? Everybody in this film has not, like been in any of the films we've done no we got we got a bunch of newcomers homeboy his friend is also a, a shitty actor movie um, um oh th- th- the guy from the hangover his name is justin josh bartha. bartha oh justin bartha i got that wrong yeah i love justin bartha he was the guy he was he played doug in hangover and for you listeners out there that are not familiar with doug from hangover he was the guy that they left behind um, bless you, and bless you again. Hail Satan. Uh, that's not... What did you? Were you counteracting my blessings? Yes. Ah, that's very rude. You gotta go back to grade school and relearn your mannerisms, my friend. Ah. My mannerisms? Yeah, your mannerisms. Your behavior, your mannerisms, your body language, every everything you do. He, you're flipping me off right now, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. That's, that means... I love you. Oh, in some cultures, I hear. You want, should we just tell the listeners what we watched? We watched Ghost National Rider. Treasure. Oh, I'm no. pissed off at you, but we One, should. Two, three. National, National Treasure. Treasure. That's right, folks. Uh, I believe this is a Disney film. Um, yeah, I guess uh, it is a Disney film. It's not mm-hmm. just a Disney film. It's a Jeffrey Brockheimer film. film. And um, before we get a Jerry. little too far, uh, we have my very own girlfriend fact-checking for us today. Melissa, say hi to the audience out there. Hi. Hi oh. <laughs> good, good attempt at trying to sound like Melissa, Alex. Thanks, I've been practicing. Uh, try it again. Let's hear that. Hi. Hi. My name's Melissa. No, I'm hungry. 
That's that's my impersonation because she gets hungry. Melissa, could you do your impersonation of Christian real quick? <laughs> I do laugh. He just has nose whistles. Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Oh. Hey, it's a natural human too, thing. Okay. No, let's hear your impersonation of me though. I am curious. Um. Like, so it's my first time here. Um, oh, this is me ordering at a place. Um, this is fantastic. What would you recommend? Oh, I... boom! That is me. That's pretty good. You know who has a spot-on impersonation of me? Your brother? Yeah, uh, actually, he doesn't impersonate <laughs> me too much. I do want to ask him. Um, but Nick Devigal from high school. He he. When I was in mm. high school, your brother's brother. Uh, they do look alike. <laughs> I'm, I will accept it. My brother looks like Nick Devigal. You hear that, Nick Devigal? If you're listening to this, He's you not. look like my brother. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but Nick Devigal would just walk up to me. He'd be like, hey, I'm Christian. Uh, I do improv. Improv, <laughs> improv, improv. Because people apparently just say the activities they do. That's how you know you're doing an impression. You say their name and their activity. Like, uh, uh, like uh, I'm Christopher Walken. And I'm walking here. <laughs> uh, well, I'm walking here is a Al Pacino impression. I'm walking here. Actually, I would say Dustin that a bunch Hoff. in New York. Dustin Hoff? Um, I'm going to go with Dustin Hoffman. Uh, we didn't watch any of those great films, though, that we are... Na- um, these are all treasures of our country that we're speaking of. But we're actually talking about Ooh. an even better treasure of our country. We're talking about Nicolas Cage's National Treasure. treasure. Um, yeah, fantastic film. I had never actually seen it. I know. What? Yeah, dude. This was my first time watching it. Really? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I just never came across it as a as a kid or whenever. It came I out. loved this movie. As soon as it came out, I was all about it. Jerry I knew Bruckheimer be was all about it. kicking it into my mouth. This was that's a weird way to say it, but I will accept that. And I'm assuming that means that you liked it. You were picking up what he was putting down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was very this was a very clever film. I don't know how much of it was fact or fiction. None of it. Okay, like not nothing, nothing about Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Nothing. Not that I was planning Christian. on stealing Christian. the Declaration of Independence. Nothing. Although fun fact, what? There is something written on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Uh does it say suck it? No, <laughs> this, it says, this is ours. It says Declaration of Independence 9 uh July 4th, 1776. Ah. Upside down. And Upside think, down. And they think it's because when they rolled it up to store it, at one point somebody just wrote it on the corner so that they knew what it was. Oh. That's why it's upside down in, okay. in the corner. Um, You don't think that they uh, fucked it up and they're like, well. Start over again on the other side? We don't have ink eraser no, because, in 1776. Uh, no, because uh, the... The Declaration of Independence wasn't actually signed on July 4th, 1776. It was actually uh-huh. signed like August 2nd, 1776. So it was later on. Yeah. It was May. Well, so they what like, is they like all sat around on July 4th and they're like, all right, guys, this is what we're going to, this is what we decided on. This is what we're going to put down. Uh-huh. And then uh, they had John Hancock hire a slave to write a letter to the King George. And then John Hancock was like, I'll sign it first. And everyone was like, okay, then he wrote, then he wrote it then, right? Mm-hmm. We got, we can't, we can't, we got to give credit to a white man. Boom. And then, uh, yeah, and he got a shit ton of credit. Now people say, yeah, can I get your John Hancock? That's right. Mm-hmm. All the time. And uh, wow, 200 years later. Well, hey, guys, we are not a history podcast. We're a movie podcast. Yeah, so let's get back to this movie. You want to go on with the itty-bitty nitty-gritty committee? Sure. Uh, this movie is, I, I will start it from the top because we haven't even said any of it. Um, this movie is rated PG. Came out in 2004. I like that you're putting little pauses in here so that we could digest digest all of these all of these inf- these facts <laughs> these facts that you're dropping for us. It has a runtime of two hours and eleven minutes, or one hundred and thirty-one minutes. 
Thank you. You're Once welcome. again for the uh, translation. Melissa, do you understand that? Can you repeat that again, please? Okay, so it had a runtime of two hours and 11 minutes. Can you say that a little bit slower? Two. In a different accent? Two hours. Wow. She'd be great <laughs> at an improv show, giving suggestions. Although, whenever you go to our improv shows, you n- never give us yeah, suggestions. I'm super shy, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this Except anymore. when you get drunk at an improv show. Folks, if you know Melissa Lopez, get her drunk and then bring her to an improv show. She's fantastic. She'll perform for you. This movie was rated 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It's rated 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. And 39, 39, 39% on Metacritic. <laughs> 39, 39. You were meant to work in Vegas, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've heard that so many times. <laughs> like, you should be a craps dealer. No, blackjack. Okay, blackjack dealer. <gasps> Do you want to guess the percentage of Google users who enjoyed this movie? I thought you were going to sneeze. Um, as much as I'd like to continue with the nitty gritty, you make it so weird that I it's impossible for me to not point out how fucking weird you say the nitty gritty. But I will guess. This is a special nitty gritty. The special nitty gritty episode. Um, I'm going to go with uh, 93%. Melissa, would you like to guess? Um, 84. Oh, that's low. Mm. Who, who's got it? I will say, Melissa, that's a great guess, but it's wrong. And Christian, you, you win it because it's 92%. That's right. I'm still a champion. Still a reigning champ. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you very much. <clears throat> this movie was directed by a gentleman named John Turtletob. Is that in print? Yep, is that, nope, that in is quotes? his name. Nope, Turtletob. I think it's French. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. Here's a synapses coming at you real quick. Right at you. But not too quick that you won't understand it. I'm not going to be talking this out. I'll be talking a little bit slower than this. I... <laughs> what the fuck did you say, dude? Uh, I was saying I was going to talk slower than that. You sound like a like a Cantonese news anchor. Ooh, thank you. I've been practicing my Cantonese news anchor speech. Wow, you're killing it. Oh, <laughs> 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 Deep in that chair, bro. You were stuck in that chair. <laughs> we will have to edit that down a little bit. <laughs> no, I want to keep that. <laughs> Historian and codebreaker Ben Gates. Ben Gates has been searching his whole life for a rumored treasure dating back to the creation of the United States. Joining an expedition led by fellow treasure hunters Ian Lo- Ian Ho. Uh, Gates finds an ice-locked colonial ship in an Arctic Circle that contains a clue linking the treasure to the Declaration of Independence. But when Howe betrays him, Gates has to race into the documents ahead of him so he can beat his colleague. One of our longer synapses that we've had to read. Um, oh, yeah, that we had to read. Mm-hmm. Hey, one time uh, I tried reading your synapses that for some reason you write down onto a journal when you could just read it right off of your phone. And it was difficult to read. But I, whenever you want to hand the nitty-gritty to me for a special episode, I'll gladly do it. Ooh, can I, can I actually say something? No. I would like to read off the cast list of the, the top-billed actors in this because, by golly gee, was this saturated with some heavy hitters. Hit me. So the top-billed actors, not Nicolas Cage in this one, it is Diane Kruger. She shows up first. On Google. On Google. <laughs> that so, doesn't mean she's a... 
Uh, no, that's how I base. <laughs> okay, you, cro- you cross your legs and you're like, <laughs> actually, let me tell you how I do. Dude, you, this is how you know uh, I'm getting defensive and I really believe in what I say. You cover your balls. Uh, co- yeah, because, well, especially in front of you in high Why? school. You used to f- sack tap me all the time. If For yeah, you ladies that don't know what a sack tap is, it's uh, like synonymous a to a, a boob scoop or a clit hit. A what? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, Melissa, do girls hit each other in the vagina? No. Okay. We smack each other's butts. Yeah, but you guys but... do yeah, it. Yeah, but in... I smack Christian's butt. Yeah. Yeah, that, and football players smack each other with in the butts. my mouth. Um, you smack butts with your mouth? I go, hey <laughs> That's kissing, dude. That's called a smooch. Oh. That's not hitting oh, someone. Wait, that's what? That's called a smooch? That's called a smooch, my friend. Oh, yeah. oh, oh boy. Yeah. I've been doing oh, it yeah. wrong. I've been smooching butts then. I'm a butt smoocher. Oh, no. Uh, you're a butt munch is what it is. Not bad. You just eat ass, dude. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have fought men for saying such things to me. <laughs> I'm not a butt munch. And then you smack them. <laughs> and then they're biting their butt. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, fun fact. If you're uh, predators in the wild, animals, um, when they eat their prey, they eat them asshole first. Oh. Yeah, because usually they're chasing them and that's the first piece that they grab. But also, they like the way it tastes and they eat butt first. And then they, so usually animals are alive. So when people are like, oh, hunting's wrong, I think hunting is a way more humane way to die because uh-huh. it's instant and it's quick as opposed mm. to being eaten asshole first oh, while shit. you're alive. Um, that makes sense. I mean, like... Animals, for some reason, are obsessed with with each other's assholes. Dogs are always smelling butts. Um, cat, that is an interesting thing. It is, and I, I my and dogs f- eat cat poop all the time. All the fucking don't even time. think about it, bro. Yeah, my my dogs are always trying to sneak up to my cat's litter box. I'm like, get the fuck out! This ain't a buffet. And they, you know, they resort to eating the cat food. Did you finish reading the list? I did not. We got distracted by Bali, all of your butt munching. <laughs> I'm gonna bite your ass so hard. <laughs> Okay, uh, we got uh, so Diane Kruger. I want to talk about her. She is the German actress in Inglorious Bastards. French. Um, is she French in Inglorious Bastards? I, I thought, thought she, she was, was German. Well, we're gonna have to fact check that, uh, Melissa. If you could fact check that, if she's a German actress or you a gotta French be a actress, nice big fact checker right now. Uh, you gotta stop saying it like that. What? But not a nice big fact checker. You know what you're doing. A pretty big fact checker. I'm, uh, What's that's her better. name again? Diane Kruger. Keaton. What's her character in um, um in Glorious Bastards? Just type in Diane Kruger in Glorious Bastards. I think her character's name is French Girl. No, that's so vague. Oh, okay, that's French so... Girl number one. That's even more ambiguous. Do you want to f- read the list, you, you butt munch? Um, uh, I keep thinking you're going to call me a cuck because that has been your word of the year. Um. Don't do not do that. A what? Me. A cuck. I don't know what that is. A cuck. Explain it to me. It's a C-U-C-K. And what does it mean? It's a more offensive way of saying dick, I think. I don't know. But I know <laughs> it, it just kind of, it's fun to say and it hurts to hear. So I'm going to use it. A cuck is short for cuckold. Oh, uh, that's what it is. You know, the first time I heard cuckold was in uh, Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Steve Carell's like, I've been cuckold. Except I- not really. Uh, except not really. I think he was using it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, which is the funny part about it. Diane Kruger is also uh, Helen and Troy. <laughs> Helen of Troy. Helena. Helena. Uh, and we got Nicolas Cage. You know him from a lot of things. Um, and Name three Nicolas Cage. Oh, do we want to play our favorite game? Let's play our favorite game. Um, go Oops. right on ahead. 
This is a long episode of nonsense, but fuck it. Fuck this it. is our show. We run this show. We run this bitch. We run the world. Girls. Ooh. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We love Beyonce. Real quick. Favorite Beyonce song. Go. <laughs> um, ooh. Three, two, one. Rocket. Rocket's pretty good. I like Countdown. Oh. Ten. You really don't know lyrics. It's like they sample boys to men, which is dope. Do you know the lyrics? Oh, that's how it starts. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Beyonce. You're welcome, Beyonce. Um, Nicholas Cage, our favorite game. Do you want to play with us, Melissa? Oh, man, I suck at this. We're going to go pass it to the left hand side, Dutchie style. Um, Nicholas Cage movies. I'll start. <laughs> Shit, you're scaring me. Just go with it. Go with it, dude. National Treasure. Ooh. Ghost Rider. Ooh, Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance. National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets. Okay. Um, Lost in Translation. Okay. Um, Wild at Heart. Um, Wicker Man. The Wicker Man? I would say, uh, or I'll take it. I think it's The Wicker Man. What you got? What you got? What you got? Nicholas Cage was starring in. That usually helps. Nicholas Sage. Oh, well, you got to say Nicholas Nicholas, Sage. We're not playing Nicholas Sage. We're playing Nicholas Cage. Cage was starring in. See, you guys suck at this game. Oh, so you lose? Uh, I pass. Okay. Melissa's out. I'm out. And it's you and me now, Alejandro. Um, I'm going to go with The Family Man. I'm going to go with Gone in 60 Seconds. Con Air. Wow. Okay. Slow down. Okay. Uh, oh. No, no, no. Uh, he was also in... You just said Con Air? I did say Con Air. Face Off. Oh, that was my next one. That was definitely my next one. Um, he is in the... the no, wit- you can't look it up and start... The Witcher? Oh, okay. Oh. The Witch Hunt? The Witch Something. Oh. Fuck, I, I, dude. Full, full Do you title, know it? Please. I, I, I know what movie you're talking about, but... Uh-huh. Gosh, this is difficult. I um, believe it's called The Witcher. I'm no. going to go with... No, The Witcher the is a man, video game. The Witcher game. man? The no, Witch Hunter? The, the Wicker Man. <laughs> <laughs> I said the I know you man. just said that. Um, I'm out then. I don't want to I don't want to mumble and try to guess for Okay, uh, then for the, win. for the win. Nicolas Cage won an Academy Award for Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, that's a good one. I love Nicolas Cage. Who loves him? I love Nicolas Cage. I love him. I said, who loves Nicolas Cage? We love Not a lot of people anymore. Cage he has a lot of Netflix movies that I do want to dabble in. Just, just see, just test my my endurance and see if I could just watch terrible, straight to DVD, straight to Netflix. What you're raising your hand? Yes, I have a question. What is your question? Um, are we gonna get further than the top two people on the list? Oh, that's right. I'm reading the <laughs> cast list, baddies. If you've hung around this far, you guys are. Thank you guys true. for staying. Guys, we're doing okay. Let's just level with the baddies. Let's level with them. We don't usually record this late. It's the end of the week. Mm-hmm. We got we 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 are just. I'm just happy to get to a Friday, bro. Yeah, dude. You just got off of work. Yeah. This is my Sunday. I got work tomorrow. Hey, man. I I got one more day tomorrow, and then I'm off. Mm-hmm. I work on Sunday at the Dickens Fair. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I'm off on Monday. Hey, man. I'm excited. Uh, can have someone uh, take a video of you doing your thing. I want to see that, or just do your thing for me. 
I don't like that sentence. Yeah, that didn't I sound don't good. like that sentence. How about you read about a couple more people and then we'll talk about this movie? Because okay. I know Melissa's chomping at the bit to get into it. We got Justin Bartha, who was Doug from Hangover, but also in this movie. He How was... about you just read their names, bro? We, you can't break down every character. I love this is why and, I wanted to do and it. This is John Voigt. He's Angelina Jolie's dad. That's and exactly this is what I was Plummer, gonna say. And he was in Harvey Keitel, who is in a lot of <laughs> Quentin Tarantino films. He was the wolf in Pulp Fiction, and he was also in Taxi Driver as the pimp. Like yeah. those fun facts, my friend? I do, actually. I was actually going to bring up Taxi Driver because I think that's one of. I think that was actually his first role. I wouldn't be surprised. And that fool's ripped in there. He has long hair. He's ripped. Um, I didn't even uh, recognize him. My favorite Harvey Keitel movie what is, is called The Pickup Artist. Oh, I hadn't seen it. Starring Robert Downey Jr. Ooh. And young Robert Downey Jr. Young. He was, ca- he was slated. He was... Build as Robert Downey. Oh, at the time, really? Uh, and the, his co-star, the woman lead, was um, Molly Ringwald. Oh, Molly Ringwald, really? Incredible movie. Check okay, it out. Okay, I Boys do gotta girls. check it out. All right, and the last person I do want to bring up, Christopher Plums, um, who's a cool ass grandpa in this fucking film. Totally threw me for a loop when mm-hmm. I saw. I totally forgot Christopher Plummer was in this movie because mm-hmm. he's yeah. only in the first two minutes. Yeah, really just the first two minutes, but he was the best grandpa in the world. Best grandpa in the world award definitely goes to Christopher Plummer. Um, and Sean Bean, who plays Boromir in Lord of the Rings. He is also in Game of Thrones as Ned Stark. And we could play the game with Sean Bean. Do you want to play? Ooh, I wouldn't get too far. I only know a select few, just my, my favorites. Uh, you want to play uh, uh, lightning round of Sean Bean films? No, but I do want to talk about him in Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay, talk about him in Tomorrow Never Dies. He plays Agent 009. I believe it's nine. Or is he five? I think he's nine. Oh, shit. Uh, and he has a great line where him and Bond open up the hatch and they look down and they know the bad guys in there and he goes, for Ru- or for for England? And he's like, for England. And then they jump in and they're like, oh, pew, pew, pew. And they uh-huh. start shooting. <laughs> um, this is one of the rare movies where Sean Bean does not die. He dies in every fucking film. Not in this one. Not in this one. Not in this one. Because this is a Disney film. This is PG. All right. Uh, speaking of which, let's get back to the movie. We're so at 22 minutes. That's fucking fine. I don't give a shit. Oh. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. You offended me. Sorry, Melissa. did not mean to offend you either. Um, Stop crying, Melissa. Yeah. Any burning thoughts we want to get off of our chests as we dive deep into National Treasure? I think Nicolas Cage is doing a really good job. I. This was... One of his better films. You for could sure. definitely see the influences, the Indiana Jones, the James Bond influences in this movie because you can't make a movie like this without you know the clear uh, parallels. Yes, but they did a really good job, man. I think this was a cool like movie. I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah, one hundred percent. He was pretty slick right from the beginning. It's um, so silly. I mean, they are stealing the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, the the uh, plot itself is wild. It is pretty bonkers. But and and the con- not to cut you off, but no, the continuity fine. of this movie. <laughs> Drove me up a wall, bro. Yes, dude. This was uh, pretty crazy. I-, I like how deeply they got into the security system um, where they held the Declaration of Independence with the lasers and had um, uh, Doug from Hangover having to tap into the camera security camera system of the place uh-huh. so that they can trick the security into thinking nothing's going on. And like yeah. the way Nicolas Cage was able to get Diane Kruger's fingerprints um, uh, except when she typed in the password, those were not the letters that he saw. Were they not? I do want to no, play that back. Because she hit an N and the space bar. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did she? Yeah. Wow. Did she you hit, she play hit, that over and over or just have you seen this film so many times that you were able to notice that? You going to answer me? 
I know stuff. You do know stuff. You do. But I question you knowing stuff when you say you know stuff in I that way. I know stuff. <laughs> what are you, Thanos? I dude? know stuff. What the fuck are you doing right <laughs> now, dude? What is going on? My gosh. Oh, man. I you know do stuff. know stuff. Uh, Melissa. I read it on Google. <laughs> Okay, that's where you get your knowledge, my friend. Almost all of it. Um, what did you think of this film? Wait, uh, real quick, before we just, since we're talking about Google, I don't know if this will ever come up again. Uh, all the good guys in this movie use Google, and all the bad guys in this movie use Yahoo search engine. <laughs> were they trying to say something? But I think they might have been. Melissa, what um, are your thoughts? The film was really fun. I just, it had me stressed out. She was. Her palms were sweaty. Have you never seen this movie? I have when I was younger, but I want to rewatch it again. Nice. Yeah. She was telling me, I was asking her, like, did you did you like this film? And she was like, I would have remembered not liking this film. And so we watched it and we both liked it. I, I loved it. Even as a kid, I thought this movie was fun. Mm -hmm. It was just enough, like, I think this was my first introduction to, like, Freemasons and, like, that kind of, like, this movie may have started me into conspiracies. Oh, I, that's something that I did want to bring up. Was you? You're such a conspiracy theorist now. You like you d dive deep mm, into it. Not as much as I was. No, 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 no. There, there was a point like in late high school, early college, where you were just talking up a storm. Like, dude, what if? What if? YouTube's a dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube's a dirty bitch. It'll get you like that. But also, <laughs> check this out. But also um, those chemtrails. Yeah, <laughs> Just man. Kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Just clouds. How how influential would you say this movie was on you when you had first seen it and like how many times? You did know, you I think it's a good movie. I think it's a fun movie. I think in the idea of multiple ways for me, um, the production of this movie, the, the sale of this movie, uh, the way that it was ended up becoming to fruition, right? Mm -hmm. seems like a cool thing. Um, you know, Jerry Bruckheimer had just come off Pirates of the Caribbean. He really could do no wrong. Um, made two really big movies back to back. Uh, and then, you know, I think if Nicolas Cage really hadn't gone off such a deep end, they probably would have made three, four, Way more. if not five of these movies, as, just as many as they did Pirates of the Caribbean, because they would have beat this dead horse till it was glue. Oh, for sure. They would have milked the hell out of it. This would have been a huge franchise because it, it, I can see why this film works. It has action, comedy, romance. Um, hey, but although I do think it wasn't, it, a lot of people did, it didn't hit. I think they had intended it to be like a new Indiana Jones. Yeah. And it just wasn't quite there. No, when you compare it to He's just such, not as charismatic. Yeah, it, that's a that's a hard one to to compete with. Indiana Jones was just so legendary. Harrison Ford is so badass that even someone like Nicolas Cage in his prime mm -hmm. doing a film like this, that's you have to have it all going for you if you want to if you want to make it in the big leagues. In that do we want to talk about how they got a lot of history wrong, or do, can we just like skip over that? Because I don't want to like really bog down this. Uh, podcast with history yeah yeah that's that's true and this is a this is a podcast about where we're supposed to defend the film and i think i think we're supposed to know that there's going to be a lot of fictional uh, moments i think if you just have fun here. with it if you don't really uh know history yeah or like super in-depth u.s history yes you can just enjoy this film because uh looking a couple now watching this film there were a couple of things where i was like that's ben not Franklin was not that smart like he couldn't have done that. He made those glasses right there. He spent all of his time having sex. Uh, is that really true? Yeah, he was a rampant sex maniac. Damn, it's crazy how um, 
uh, a lot of the negative things about these historical figures are covered up. Like we totally. don't know a lot about George Washington's past. We don't know a lot about Ben Franklin being a, a sex well, addict. But the, but we do we do. They just didn't teach it to us. Because like think about it, George Washington was was a general. Yeah, and he was a very high-ranking soldier in the British military as well. Mm-hmm. So his history is documented, and he mm-hmm. was very wealthy. He grew a lot of hemp. Yeah, and, yeah, you've told me. Uh, yeah, and his teeth. Do you guys know what ben, um, George Washington's teeth were made out of? They're made out of uh, wood, right? I was about to say wood. No, that's what they tell kids so they don't freak out. Uh, his teeth were made out of human teeth because he owned slaves and he had an abundant amount of teeth that's to make teeth out of. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, that's, that's something they up. don't teach you in school. That's a horror movie that can come out straight to Netflix now. Well... You know, hey, it was a different time, you know? What are you going to do? No, it's different. I'm sure morals and values were a lot different. Societal norms were wildly different. So at the time, it wouldn't be as insane. But of course, now. I think I brought it up before. He also slit the throat of British soldiers on Christmas. Fuck, Yeah, dude. the the crossing of the Delaware was on Christmas. They don't show that in Hamilton, I'll tell you. Oh, dude. Oh, man. That's Hamilton too, bro. That is Hamilton too. Let me hit up Austin Scott. Yeah, hey, we gotta talk to some people. <laughs> Austin, um, <laughs> the musical we did, we is did, inaccurate. We did, I did really like this movie. Um, some of the things that they touch on was a really cool story. How this treasure was a, an amalgamation of multiple different civilizations. Yes. Um, amassing wealth and knowledge and power, and transferring hands from the Egyptians to the Christians. Yes. To, uh, or I'm sorry, from the Egyptians to the Hebrews to the Christians to the to the Knights Templars to the Freemasons to the Americans. Yeah, uh, and then I also really liked that the whole mood motive of the founding fathers was to keep this treasure from the British. Yes, and what was Nicholas Cage trying to do? He keep was, it from Sean Bean, mm-hmm. who is British. Ba-ba-bum. All these like underlying small things that you wouldn't really know unless you really paid attention. Totally. Uh, and I like that they spend a lot of time in Philadelphia and New York and like really got to like the historical landmarks. I think they knew what they were doing. I think they knew that there would be a lot of historical inaccuracies with the film, but they wanted to make it fun. So Yeah, they definitely they definitely didn't take it too seriously. Which is perfect because once you start taking it too seriously, then you kind of lose they took identity it, of the film. They took it serious enough where like when they were doing action and they were talking about well, we got to go do this now. They uh-huh. took it seriously. But as far as like, uh, what was Jason, Justin Bartham? Justin, Justin Bartha. Uh, Justin Bartha. His goatee was like the most uncontinual. <laughs> like sometimes he had a goatee <laughs> was, and sometimes he had a little bit of a goatee and sometimes he had no goatee. Such a weird looking dude. You know, I thought in The Hangover, he was a, he was a handsome guy. He was, he was the, the, Groom to be. Yeah. And in here, he was playing a wildly different character. He wears glasses when he needs to write stuff down, but then he'll like look up at the bus and see clearly at like the billboard on a bus. And it's like, so what do you need glasses what for? The fuck, are those dude? real glasses? Yeah. Are those reading glasses? And he was highly insecure and obviously jealous of Diane Kruger's relationship with Nicolas Cage because oh, even at the end. Be? Yeah. She's she's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I do want to say at the end, are you going to talk about it at the end when he hops in his Ferrari? Yes. And that was like half of a percent of the finder's fee so for finding the treasure. Technically, they guesstimated that the that the treasure was like a hundred million dollars worth of treasure. Mm-hmm. So even if he got half a percentage of the treasure, he still got five million dollars. Okay, so he hasn't spent all of it yet. Um, Although we do know in book or in episode two, Book of Secrets, uh, he has no money. 
Does he not? Okay, he's, I haven't seen Book of Secrets, dude. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, he makes some bad investments, and then he has to write a book, and then nobody buys the book. And oh, then, I'm so down to dive like, deep in into that. In the first scene, they impound his Ferrari. Oh, poor guy. It's hilarious. I wonder how much of a finder's fee Nicolas Cage got from this. He didn't want any of it, according to the second But movie. they fucking zoom out, and he has this mansion. You remember that at the end of the film? The mansion that he's living in is the mansion of the gentleman who told his great-grandfather that there was a treasure. So... Well, had, had he always been living in there? No. Okay, okay. And then so Diane, Diane Kruger's in it for the ride as well. She, she, she can now chill in that mansion with him too. Um, I didn't know she had an accent. I've seen this movie a million times, and it wasn't until I saw this movie that I realized she had an accent. She was Saxony German? Was it what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, pretty specific. I did like that. I did uh, like the small little things that Nicolas Cage... Uh, caught i like that scene their first interaction um he was kind of smooth with her and noticed her little coin collection and that's how he kind of pinned uh pin collection i'm sorry and that's how he kind of flirted with her he was like hey i got this last one that you don't have. i think nicholas cage is a very charming man i yes. think all of this weird craziness is just like the fact that he's an actor and actors are weird crazy people yeah, and he's making money he's doing business even if he's making very b-list movies now but he's still making more money than me he's making b-list movies but at the same time He's still uh, an Academy Award winning actor. Yeah, Leaving he's Las never Vegas. Lose oh my that. God. Leaving, have you seen Leaving Las Vegas? No, dude. So it's about this guy who's going to kill himself. So he goes to Vegas to have one last wild ride. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he gets this whore and does a bunch of drugs and then decides his life isn't that bad. Uh-huh. Uh, it's incredible. My favorite film that he's in and uh, is Wild at Heart. Have you seen Wild at Heart? No. No. It's That's crazy. That's a like a. A hard rated R film that like has a bunch of nudity, a bunch of drugs, sex, alcohol, violence. And I liked it a lot because he, did you know Nicolas Cage is a fantastic singer? He sings that doesn't an, surprise me. Yeah, he sings an Elvis Presley song. Do you know the Elvis Presley song, uh, Love Me? Love Me Tender? Uh, no, not that one. They <laughs> just removed the tender. It's the one that goes like, treat me like a fool. That one? Oh, no. No, my favorite one is my favorite Elvis Presley song about love is. Um, the one where he's like, you don't have to say you oh, love me. Oh, that's a good one. You don't have to say forever. Believe me. What's the name of that song? Me. Do you know that song, that babe? Believe me. But you know the song that we're talking about, right? Yeah, because you and your dad sing it. All Dude, the time. my dad stays singing that song. Is uh, your dad Elvis? He's a yeah, a huge Elvis Presley song. He's the one that showed no, me I Wild at Heart. You, is your dad Elvis? Oh, is my dad Elvis? <laughs> I wish, but I'm happy with my dad. It's called You Don't Have to Say You Love Me. You <laughs> don't have to down. say you love me. Just be, Just be close at hand. You don't, don't have, have to stay forever. Just be understand. <laughs> I don't know Believe how. Believe me. Believe me. Um. Babe, you like Nicolas Cage. She says that he's a very charming and handsome man. I liked him in Ghost Rider. I remember watching it in the theaters as a kid. I was like, oh, he's cute. I think <laughs> I, 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 that's cool that you say that. I think his personality is... Um, he is charming. He's very Yeah, charming. I think Because so. in his movies, when he's playing a charming character... He can do it, man. What was the one you mentioned? Family Man? Is that the one the where he... The Family Man. The, is that the one where he doesn't want to... That's what Taylor Leone... That, and that, I'm sorry. That's the one where he's like a high businessman, and then he hit like dies or something, and gets a chance to see what life would be like if he had a family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, yes, good one. Such a good one. Um, uh, Tay Leone, Leone is fantastic in that film, and th- that was a good film, good rom com, but very serious at the same time. Was that f- wait? That was a funny movie. 
Yeah, there's a lot of comedic aspects in it. I, I mean, very. I, I don't know if I laughed when I saw that movie. Really? Yeah, You're gonna have to watch it again. How old were you when you'd seen it? I was a teenager. Maybe, oh, okay. Younger. Okay. Uh, maybe check it out again because I, I have the DVD. Con Air. Con Air. What about it? Incredible. Uh, dude, I saw that when I was a kid, so I didn't understand any of it. You know who's my favorite uh, con in Con Air? Who? Dave Chappelle. Is he in that? Mm-hmm. Really? And Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi's always killing it. And, and Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Wow, I didn't realize Con Air had that many heavy hitters in it. I'm going to have to check that out for sure. Um, for I need sure. to watch Boardwalk. John, John Cusack's in it. Dude, what happened to him? Last time I saw him was like Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, he wasn't even in the second one. Yeah, and then the one before that was like... Um, uh, say anything? <laughs> I could... What was the name of the movie? No, Pax? K-Pax? K-Pax, where he was an alien. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, he was in that fucking Beach Boys movie that's in incredible you keep and telling you're being me to watch a that. bitch and not watching it hey you brought that up twice and i said yeah i'm down you're not down <laughs> that was months ago let's you're watch not it down to clown i'm down to clown are you down to clown i'm down to clown well i think we've been clowning enough do you have a best person on set award i do have a best person on set award it's gonna go to justin bartha and why is that um because i do think that he had a bunch of quick-witted moments and it's a uh, a role that i hadn't seen him in because even though he had starred in a much more comedy heavy film like the hangover you barely see him in that movie you see him way more in national treasure yeah, i wouldn't even say starring he's not starring in uh, the hangover he probably has the least amount of lines yeah even though the whole thing is revolved around him he's the MacGuffin. yeah pretty it doesn't much. matter what he does or does no no uh, he shows up at the beginning he shows up at the end and that's well, it's all. Hard. do you have a best person on c to watch Is it going to be Nicolas Cage? I was about to say, well, I don't know. I, I, that's fine. I you can give it to Nicolas Cage. Cool Diane Kruger. Yeah. That's a good one. I like And why Diane would you Kruger. give it to Diane Kruger? Um, because she was down for it. That's the best one. She was down was for it. I mean, because at first she was just like, oh, you're suspicious. Dude, it was after. cool that she was like, all right, if I can't take the Declaration of Independence back to my job, I'm coming with you and I'm finding this damn treasure. Yeah. She was just down. Mm-hmm. And she, it was it was very attractive that she knew uh, when he was about to squirt the lemons on the back of the Declaration of Independence because that's kind of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of aggressive. <laughs> he was, she was like, "No, calm the fuck down. I got Q-tips." And <laughs> swabbed the lemon with the Q-tips and then did it. And they're like, "We need some heat." And yeah. Then John Boy walks in. He's like, "Ooh, what's this? It looks like pigskin." And then he reels it over and he's like. <gasps> Oh my god, the Declaration of Independence. John Voight, another Academy Award winning actor, doing a weird... So... He's weird in this one. What is with... What's with... What's... What is with John Voight? What's the deal with Academy Award winning actors doing shit fucking movies after they win? I I think they... Case in point A, Nicolas Cage. Case in point B, Halle Berry. Case in point C, John Voight. Case in point D, Al Pacino. Case in point Wow, e. you got this down. I'm just saying, some people make really shitty movies after they get the best award of being a fucking actor. It's really fucking weird. And I, this is my theory. I think once they've achieved what they had already achieved, it's okay. They they already met their goal and they could just do whatever the fuck they want. Maybe it's for the money. Maybe it's just to stay within the, the Hollywood circle, you know, um, rather than just going off and uh, hiding away on an island. I would like to buy an island, but I would also like to give my best person on set award to Jerry Bruckheimer. 
Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Uh, yeah, I mean, without him, we wouldn't have this movie. I feel bad that he's not allowed to make movies anymore because he listened to Johnny Depp and made The Lone Ranger. Uh, but you know what? Hey, Damn. shit happens. Damn, that that that's gonna fucking remove Follow you from him the circle forever. Yeah, yeah, you're you're definitely exiled from the Hollywood circle Damn. after that. I haven't I even liked seen that it. movie too. Really? Well, not Johnny Depp, but I liked Army Hammer. Okay, is that something we could tackle and possibly defend? That's or is that going to be a bleeder. toughie? That's an eye bleeder. Okay, because it, based off the trailers, it looked like it was exciting. It was a Disney movie and you know, high budget. Johnny me, Depp. What the fuck is happening with Johnny Depp, dude? He's like bringing dogs to Australia and maybe beating his girlfriend. Like, who the fuck knows what he's doing? Johnny dude? Depp, I hope you're all he's right. He's got a band that he's trying to push and everyone's like, dude, what, what? are you doing? You're 60. I, I want to watch Transcendence. Um... Prior to that, the last movie I'd seen was uh, Black Mass. Have you seen Black Mass? Yeah. Uh, he's wearing a weird mask. I, w- I honestly wish he made that movie without the mask. It was kind of weird. Uh, yeah. His uh, rendition of Whitey Bulger, though, he was pretty terrifying. Whitey the Snitch Bulger. He's Whitey the Snitch Bulger, and they found him years later, which was insane. Yeah, dude. Maybe we should do Black Mass. We could. I think it, it rated pretty poorly. I wouldn't be surprised. We got a whole lot of films to do. We have All right, so guys, many people. We got plenty of films, so stop sending it. No, I'm just kidding. Keep no, sending us keep suggestions. Keep sending them. Yeah, we the, like we're them. eventually going to hit them. Even months later, we still look at the, the lists, and uh, we just want to make sure it's the right time. We're also looking to hire an intern, so if you're interested in working for us, uh, we'll pay you nothing. Uh, yeah. My name is Alejandro, and my Instagram is at callme underscore Jesus. And my name is Christian. I, and saw, my, I fucked it up. Call underscore me Jesus. Dude, you got to get your handles down. This is the down. first time I fucked up in a while, bro. They're we calling can, the wrong Jesus. No, they're not. They're not. Let's cut that part out. Uh, my name's Alejandro. <laughs> Stop laughing. Damn. Okay. <laughs> then say it right. Oh, God. Say it right. Okay. My name's Alejandro, and you can reach me at 911. My <laughs> Instagram is- Because you're the dispatch <laughs> responder. <laughs> do you ever do that? I, like, I used to do that as a joke to people. They'd be like, what's the phone number? I'd go, okay, it's 911. And that's it. I've done that and once. And as soon as they start dialing it, they go, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> Save your number. When someone gives you their phone, they don't look at what number you put in. Put 911. And they just put it as Alejandro. Um, have you ever gotten a fake number from a girl? Um, sadly, yes. Oh, that's... I can't even remember when. It was probably like early Last DVC night. when I was still fat. <laughs> Melissa gave me the wrong phone number. <laughs> and here you are 17 years later. Uh, my Instagram is call underscore me, Jesus. And my Instagram is at Christian has asthma. And Melissa, what's your Instagram? Lil Mel T. At Lil Mel T. Cause Lil Mel. She takes about 50 to 75% of our pictures, so you could just look at the photo credits, and that is her. Um, and also, follow the podcast, because if you haven't followed the podcast yet... You're a fuck. You're a cock. Um, oh, no, I guess <laughs> you're not. Just follow. And no, follow just, us. Yeah. We appreciate you nonetheless. Uh, follow us at ICBTB podcast and for christmas we're giving out kisses so hit us up if you want to kiss yeah come over to the spot and uh we'll, we'll give you kiss the you. smoochies on the booties Mwah. talk to you later farm and flower sponsor us bye <laughs> <laughs>